Good evening, everyone. I'm Leah from SciTech, and tonight I'll be your audio guide to the galaxy. For this special episode, we're going to spot a special treat in the sky, a total lunar eclipse. This episode is time to be listened to on the eve of May 26, just after sunset. Now make sure you've got this episode downloaded, and once we get started, try to keep your phone screen off so your eyes can adjust to the dark. And before you head outside, make sure you grab some insect repellent, a torch, and a jumper if it's cold. Ready? Let's go. Did you know that we have found 210 moons in our solar system? Or at least, that's how many we've found so far. Seems like a lot, right? And yet, our planet has just the one. But for all the moons out there, there are none quite like our own. If you were to compare all of the other moons in the solar system against their planets, you will quickly find that our moon is the biggest compared to its home planet. Now our moon, stretching 3,474 kilometers across, is around 30% the size of the Earth. And yet the largest moon in the solar system, Ganymede, which is a huge 5,268 kilometers across, well, it's only 4% the size of its home planet, Jupiter. This makes our moon pretty unique compared to all those other moons out there. Have a look up right now and see if you can spot our moon. It should be fairly easy to find, shining bright tonight as a full moon. If you're listening to this after sunset, you'll find it low on the eastern horizon. Put your arm out at full stretch in front of you and see if you can measure how big it is in the sky. Assuming you're on Earth, the moon should measure to be roughly the size of your fingernail. Now, that might not seem very big, but just like its actual size, our moon size in the sky, which astronomers call angular size, is pretty special. Our moon size in the sky allows for a truly spectacular event, eclipses. To have eclipses, the moon, the earth and the sun must first be in a special position called a syzygy. Now, if you haven't heard of a syzygy before, I'm sure you're all familiar with the event itself because it describes when you have three celestial bodies, in this case, the moon, the earth and the sun, perfectly line up in a row. When they are all lined up, well, that's when eclipses happen. And also, how cool is the word syzygy? Now, there are two kinds of eclipses that we can observe on Earth. A solar eclipse, when the order is sun, moon and earth, or a lunar eclipse, where the order is sun, earth and moon. But what has this got to do with the size of the moon in the sky? Well, I'm glad that you asked because it turns out that the size of our moon in the sky matches the exact same size as the sun in our sky. By a weird coincidence, the sun is roughly 400 times bigger than our moon, but it is also 400 times further away from the Earth. So it means that in the sky, they look to be about the same size. And you can experiment with this at home. Grab a tennis ball and a basketball or just two objects of different sizes. Imagine yourself as the Earth, the smaller ball as the moon and the bigger ball as the sun. Measure how much bigger your sun is compared to your moon and then place it that much further away from yourself. 
you will quickly see that from your perspective, they look to be about the same in size. And you can try this with all different sized objects. I mean, you're only really limited by the size of your backyard. This coincidence between the sun and the moon, however, is very special because it means during a total solar eclipse, as the moon passes in front of the sun, it completely covers the surface of the sun, making the daytime instantly turn to night. Now, the reason why I'm talking about eclipses in the moon is because here in Perth, we are actually going to be treated to a total lunar eclipse on Wednesday, the 26th of May at 7.11pm. As I said earlier, a lunar eclipse is in a different order, where the Earth gets in between the Moon and the Sun, so we get to see the shadow of our planet pass across the surface of the Moon. At 5.44pm, as you look towards the eastern sky, you will spot the full Moon shining bright, but you might also notice a little black shadow appear on the right-hand side of the Moon. Over the course of the next 87 minutes, you can watch as you see that shadow get larger and larger, almost as though the Earth is taking bigger and bigger bites out of the Moon. As we reach the time of 7.11pm, the entire surface will be covered by the Earth's shadow, and it will last for roughly 15 minutes. The interesting thing you'll observe in this time, though, is that the colour of the shadow won't be black. Instead, the Moon will be cloaked in a deep, dark red. You might think that a little strange, but the shadow changes colour because of one very important thing. And to show you how important it is, I want you to take in a big deep breath right now. Your ability to breathe is because our wonderful planet has an atmosphere, a tiny thin layer of air that covers the Earth. And during a lunar eclipse, as the sun's light passes through the atmosphere on its way to the moon, it bends a little which causes it to change red in colour. It is this red light that shines on the dark surface of the moon. Now a lot of the time we barely even think about breathing, but as you look onto that deep red shadow, you can be reminded of our all-important atmosphere. The moment is fleeting though. Within 15 minutes the shadow starts to move on again and eventually our moon returns back to its bright full moon status. The next lunar eclipse won't happen until November next year, so I would definitely take the chance to see this one if you can. And fingers crossed it won't be cloudy. But you know, being able to see eclipses isn't just a coincidence in space, but also a coincidence in time too. Because we are actually in a special point in history that allows us to see total eclipses. Long ago the moon used to be much closer, and in the distant future, the moon will be much further away. The reason why is because the moon and the earth are in a special gravitational dance. In the past, when the moon was closer, the earth used to rotate faster. But over time, the tides on the earth transfer a little bit of extra energy to the moon that causes it to fling out further into space, and as a result, slow down the earth's rotation. The moon drifts away at a rate of three centimeters a year. Imagine moving three centimetres in one year. It's not really far at all. And yet, over time, it all adds up. In a hundred years, it'll be a further three metres away. In a thousand years, it will have drifted another 30 metres. And in a million years, it would have drifted another 30 kilometres away. And as the moon gets further and further away, 
well, it will look smaller and smaller in the sky, and eventually it won't be able to perfectly cover the sun during a solar eclipse, meaning we will never be able to see a total eclipse on Earth ever again. So treasure this special few hundred million years and take the opportunity to see every total eclipse you can, including the one happening on the 26th of May. That's it for this episode of Audio Guide to the Galaxy. Thanks for joining us and we look forward to seeing you again soon. And remember, you can find the universe just outside.